What up, what up, peeps? I just got off the phone with someone that uh, has taken a one-on-one with me. She's taking a couple pre-recorded classes and um, an in-person class. And then we're, gonna, we're talking about getting into some coaching. And she's really amazing. She's had great, really great results um, from our interactions together. And she was telling me how she had an opportunity to do something for someone in, you know, quote-unquote Hollywood. It was a reality TV star. And she said, you'll have no, I, you, I can't even, you know, I don't even want to tell you you're going to get upset. Like the person I didn't even get paid. It got so burned. And what stood out to me though, the most, when she said this was that she said, um, she said, it's so fake, you know, Hollywood is so fake. And I was like, I did tell you that. And she said, I know, but I didn't, it was just way, way faker than I thought. And I said, yeah, because everyone is geared to wanting to get to that. But I've had the great pleasure of working with someone like Lady Gaga, who I met her before she was famous. And I got to see the pandemonium and the machine-like nature of what it takes to make someone uh, that big, right? I got to see it all happen in front of my eyes. I got to see how then she was like, oh, you know, her first album was called The Fame. And she wasn't expecting any of that, the kind of downside of it. But I was telling this girl that was on the phone, I was like, yeah, it is fake. It is beyond fake. It's called, you know, entertainment. It's called Tinseltown. It's smoke and mirrors. There's a lot of great things that could come out of Hollywood as well. But unfortunately, it's mostly low-level stuff that we pump out to the whole world, not only the U.S. You know, we're pumping out blood, murder, guts, like women being abused and tortured constantly over and over and over. And yes, there's points of like, okay, let's tell the stories of history and things that actually have happened to help others. But when it's every episode and everything, it's like, what's that about? You know, my therapist a number of years ago said that she's like, yeah, what is that? I said, I don't know if I can watch Law and Order anymore. I was watching it. Like me and Nana were watching Law and Order, a sexual crime unit or whatever. You know, there's a whole show dedicated to that. And then my therapist said, yeah, I've stopped watching that. She said, what's that about? What's that about of just watching, you know, women being tortured and abused all the time? I was like, yeah. Anyway, so the thing about, you know, what my um, mentee here said was about that how fake it is. And I wanted to talk about that um, in regards to social media. Because a lot of people are coming to me and, you know, really believing the hype of social media. Just like this girl is really believing the hype. Like, oh my God, I must have made it. Like a reality star came and she's going to be on TV. My nails are going to be on the TV. But you don't know how to really deal with people. You don't know how to deal with clients. You don't know how to deal with negotiations. You don't know how to deal with the Hollywood stuff. So you really need a mentor when you're going to be delving into salon ownership or delving into working with Hollywood or going into doing events. You know, I have a barber that I'm working with and she is, you know, pretty successful and doing really great um, in her salon. And now she's going to start to do um events. She wants to do like weddings and things like that. And there's a a place that's going to be, you know, really promoting her and stuff like that. So she wanted to learn about the pricing packages and all of that. So this is why I try to make myself very available and very affordable so that it's inclusive for the people that really need it. I know that what I'm doing is worth way more, but I don't feel like I'm selling myself short because the people that actually need the help, the people that have supported me you know, through my entire career, can't afford what I know that it's worth. 
so I make it affordable. Now, I don't do that when I'm going out to do nails or going out to teach classes for companies and stuff like that. Then I charge my proper day rate and I will negotiate the heck out of that and I just won't go if you can't afford it, right? So people are coming to me with this, you know, Instagram stuff and and being like, oh, I, you know, basically you're getting too wrapped up on Instagram and it's it's making you take less action rather than more action. You start scrolling around, you're looking, oh, this person started at the same time as me and they have more followers. Oh, this, pers- this person started at the same time as me and they just bought a house or a salon. Oh, this person started at the same time as me and it's just like they're doing all this fun stuff and all this, like, stop it, y'all. Don't believe the hype. Like, it might be happening for real, the pictures might be for real, or they might just be marketed and slanted just so you only see that right? Or the pictures might be real and it is real, but they're going home and they have, you know, a very abusive home situation or someone that's, you know, tearing them down at home and they're using Instagram just to make themselves feel better. Like you don't know what is going on for real unless you talk to that person. Even if you talk to the person, you don't. I learned this very, very early on with the whole Instagram craze. And lots of people that I mentored and worked with when I was working with a certain company, yeah, they've blown by me on the on the Instagram numbers. They got like 300,000 followers, 400,000 followers, 500,000 followers, and I still have 80, right? I'm not butthurt over that because I know who I am and I know my integrity and I know what I'm happy with. And my manager told me a long time ago, well, not a long time ago, actually within this year, I called her and said, oh, I went to this event, it cost $3,000, there was like 300 people, but I just felt like it was all hype, it was just like hype, 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 you know, they were just hyping it up, they weren't really giving people real tangible things, these are people that couldn't pay their light bill, had two kids living with their mom, and they found $3,000 to come to this thing of just of like motivational hype, I'm not down for motivational hype, man, I am down for real results, that's why I started my coaching program and really try to make my one-on-ones affordable so you and I can meet one-on-one because I was going to trade shows for like 11 years. That was my job. I know all the trade shows. I went to them all throughout the U.S. and the the U.K. and I would give classes there. Companies would pay me to give classes there and I, sometimes I would do classes just on my own accord and I would hype up the people. I would get them excited. I would share my knowledge but I was feeling empty as a teacher because I would come back and be like, I'd feel wonderful, right? I feel great with the energy exchange, giving and taking. and But I would be like, yeah, but did they do it? Did they do what I said, right? So I wanted to be hold people accountable and each week hear from me like, okay, did you implement that? Did you implement that? Are you growing your numbers? That's what is really fulfilling for a teacher. So I want to talk a little bit about how you can not compare yourself so much to Instagram and, and, and social media and TikTok and stop falling for the hype and actually really do what it is you're meant to do, which is to serve. That's why you signed up for this industry. Are you a beauty professional who's a self-proclaimed artist and product junkie, yet lacks in the business and marketing aspect of your businesses? Each episode of All Things Nausea, I'll deliver creative solutions for creative people, sharing with you fun tips and tricks and business basics to deliver the best to your business, to yourself, and to your customers. In essence, I want to help you run your business so your business isn't running you.
All right. So the ways that we can help ourselves and also help one another when it comes to this comparison game, and it's not going to get any better because we used to compare ourselves to people on the magazine covers, right? Oh, why is my face not that clear? Lo and behold, their face isn't that clear either, yo. It's called Photoshop. It's called paying a makeup artist $3,000 for the day rate to get that face looking natural. Um, then we compare ourselves to people on TV who and on the red carpet who it's their job to know the angles. I know my angles. I know how to pose where I'm going to look different than I do look in person. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like we used to just only have to do that during award shows or, you know, whenever we walk by a magazine and all that kind of stuff. But now, wow, we are bombarded with imagery over and over and over. Whole life, you get stuck on Instagram, scrolling for three or four hours. When you look at that time thing to see how much time did you spend on Instagram and you committed from my social media class to, to post once a day, right? If you did that, all right, how long is that going to take? Even if you sit there with the, the thing open and it takes you 20 minutes to write a really good caption, which if you take my class, it won't because you'll have these captions already written in saved in your notes and you copy and paste and you make your life much easier to take two minutes or less to post. But even if it takes you 20 minutes with this thing open, but then if you look at, oh, how much, how much time did I spend on social media? And I'll talk about Instagram specifically. It could be TikTok or anything else, but how much time did I spend on you looking? It's like three hours. Three hours today, I, I checked, I was on there scrolling, okay, and 20 minutes to post, okay, so I put 20 minutes into my business and two and a half hours to browbeat myself, taking all these imageries of, of nutsness and to compare myself. I really want to help people really, and, and age does help. If, if you've been working on yourselves in age, this kind of stuff will help that you will be like paying no mind and won't get overly compared with people because you understand your happiness is your happiness, their happiness is theirs and that kind of stuff. So there is a thing called the curse of youth, you know, of 20s or 30s really caring what other people think and really believing like all this stuff. Like I just have met so many people that are big on Instagram, like when Instagram was first started to be utilized in the nail industry and for companies and, and that kind of stuff. And I I was in charge of meeting all these people and saying, should they be part of this team of the company I was working for? And, and they would look amazing, yo. They would be so fun looking and, and artsy and so great on Instagram, man. Then we would try to go out for dinner. This person couldn't hold a conversation. This person couldn't look you in the eyes. This person could not not be on their phone. So I'm like, okay, so what kind of, they might have good finished nail products on the page, but what kind of, how are they talking to their clients? Are they even able to talk to their clients, right? So a couple things that you can do if you do get wrapped up into this is you really have to get back to some basic principles, which is if it is meant for you, it will be for you, period. There is nothing you can do to make that happen more and there's nothing that you can do to not make that happen. If it's meant to be, it will be. But there is actually a way that you cannot make it happen by you not taking your action, right? Letting the comparison game or other people kind of like stop you because you feel like, oh, what's the point? They already got it. That's a mentality of thinking there's not enough. There is enough for you right now. There is enough for every single person right now. 
we just live on a planet that has to do with competition and hierarchy. So it's not set up like that and it doesn't appear to be that. But there really are no limits. Limitless resources. And I'm just getting into that myself now to share with you because I've come from very um, disastrous, traumatic, no, you know, no resources, no money beginnings with, with my childhood and, and I mean, parenting is a loose word, but you know, torturing more. But the thing is, I would definitely think not, yo, there is a lack, there's a lack of food, there's a lack of love, there's a lack of money, there's a lack of I can't express my needs, a lack, 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 lack. And that was actually true at that time. And a lot of people are listening here, that was true for you as well. Right now, if you're an adult over 28 years of age, it is your responsibility to then heal that and not allow that to fester on into your relations, not allow it to fester on into your own mind to beat yourself up. If you're 28 or under, then you'll still, you'll be able to just learn and get to that point, right? But there is enough. So you want to just, you, see the thing is people are, are, going balls to the walls with this, uh, social media stuff. And there's been a couple like really popular, um, musicians, right. That have recently had to cancel their tours based on them having to take a mental break and reeling it back in. And these are people that are independent, not even people because yeah, I've seen Gaga work with Interscope and you first just get off the bus of doing nothing, you know, just trying. And then Interscope is like, okay, Here's your work schedule. And she showed me. She's like, Naja, look at this. She's like, and she was throwing up in hair sinks because they're really overworked. It's a machine. You want, we're putting this money behind you. Get out there and work, monkey. Right? So the thing is, she showed me her schedule. She's like, look at this. Look at my schedule for the next 30 days. Like, the only time I have off is right here. And she pointed to a Thursday and it was a four-hour chunk, yo. Four hours. I think it was like from three to seven. It said like free time or off, right? <laughs> In a 30 day period. So they do for real work. So these are people I'm talking about. These are some people that are like independent artists that still have like a million followers. They were doing like European tours and other tours. They had enough to fill up stadiums, but they had to pull back on their tours for own personal reasons, for their own mental health and that kind of stuff. Now, it depends there. Sometimes the show must go on. Sometimes, yeah, you do really have to take a break and all that kind of stuff. But I think a lot of what is happening is that we're living so much on and living so much through social media that we're really brittle. We're blowing around in the wind. So when something does happen, then it is a whole catastrophe and a calamity. And we do have to pull back and burn out or say, oh, you know, I'm back or, or I'm taking a break from social media. Why? Social media is a free marketing tool to be using for your business. Get with someone like me or a coach to help work it in and be one of the spokes in your wheel, not the whole spoke. Now, for me, I'm not doing nails every day, all day long. I have semi-retired and I'm doing more of this kind of stuff, which is to teach and help people and coach them. So I don't have all of my baskets in social media but a large basket is, but I'm moving. So I have other spokes. So I'm doing this podcast. So that's a spoke. I'm starting my own app. That's a spoke. I'm starting my tech service. That's a spoke. I'm writing for magazines. That's a spoke. So I don't have it all wrapped up there in social media because what's happening is we're living too much on it. And then we have to take a break. Why are you taking a break 
from your business. Well, oh, Naj, I'm not taking a break from my business. I'm still doing nail clients. I'm just taking a break from social. But why? That is your free marketing tool. That has that meant that you were going into it, not utilizing it as a point of your business, not utilizing it as a point to go your, grow your business. And a small thing, it's a free marketing tool. Post some things, have a system, and get out of there. Don't look around. You start looking around for too long or start taking what people are saying um, to you, and it's like, yeah, you're going to get burned out. I uh, These public declarations of, oh, I had to leave and now I'm back. It's like, but why? And I'm not judging any of that either. I'm just asking. It doesn't have to be like that if you actually have a plan or are using this as a system. If you're using this Instagram and I have a, a five-week course that's out and live. I haven't promoted it yet because I want to give it to the people that are on my text list, on my email list, and in these podcasts, a special price. It's five weeks. Each week we do something and you implement it for that week. We have group meetings and then you get to have a one-on-one with me. It's a five-week course. If you're interested, email me, najazone at gmail.com. And also, I'm maybe going to do it where it's it's that there's the five-week course, but then it's a lower price if you just want to watch it all at one time on your own, do some binge watching and just kind of figure it out on your own if, if people can't commit to these five-weeks things. But I think that is what really helps artists, the structure of, okay, this week we're learning about the bio and the hashtags and the captions, go implement. Okay, this week we're picking out our content. Okay, this week, that kind of stuff. So the point of it is having a little bit of schedule and using it. So something I talk about in that um, Instagram class is using social media for what it's for. First, you have to understand what is it for? What is it for? It is a networking tool and a marketing tool, period. I use it for both. I use it both to market my services and goods to get people interested. And then I also use it for networking. I go in every day. I network with 75 to 100 people. Some people will be my students. Some people I'm going to, some some people I use to go speak at their schools. Some people, it's just a connection. Some people, you know, we work well, but I really do use it for what it's for, marketing and networking. What I don't want you to use it for, and believe me, I have used it for this. I've suffered things with narcissistic abuse and all this stuff, so I didn't have the best self-esteem, and I'm still growing my self-esteem. So yeah, it would hurt going on there a lot of times. So I really do understand that. But I'm on the other side of it a little bit, at least a little bit more across halfway of the pond, to be able to tell you, do not use this thing to measure your self-worth. Do not use this social media to validate whether you are good at what you're doing or not. Do not use it to measure the worth of the work that you're giving. Do not use it to measure the worth of what you're giving this person that's sitting right in front of you. Use it for what it's for. A a, a marketing tool. It's a free marketing tool. I also do use it for... um, you know, mindless activity. Like, wow, well, I might say, like, I don't watch TV or movies. I really don't. But sometimes I'll sit on Instagram when I, when I think I'm unwinding and scroll on the Explorer page for like an hour or two, right? And then that's kind of my mindless TV. But I always feel terrible after it, always, every time, because my Explorer page is filled with the kind of nice stuff and spiritual stuff, but it's also filled with a lot of celebrity gossip and mostly black America celebrity gossip, right? So that really is like, oh man, it's just so all this um, hate and people tearing down people. And it's like, uh, like, why did I just do all that? Like, 
So I still get wrapped up in that too, but I don't use it to measure myself. I'm not like, oh, this person's doing this, that person's doing this, because I know all of this is just a bunch of nonsense. I could easily shut this down and go read a spiritual book and realize, oh yes, everything is already right here, like living in the now, all that. So I hope that this helped you. The main thing that I want you to take away from it is that don't use social media to validate where you are and what you're doing as a beautiful beauty professional that really got into this to give to others and to serve others. Use it for what it's for, a free marketing tool and to network. If you need my help with that, please email me. I also have an ebook, the social media handbook for beauty professionals. It teaches you how to use it, how to make money from it. It's $21. It's on my website or the link is in my bio on my Instagram page, which is the underscore Naja, N-A-J-A. And I also give a live class monthly teaching you how to get 10 or more pieces of content out of one nail service. You're going to do a nail service and be like, okay, I got one picture of the finished product, right? No, I can teach you how to get 10 or more pieces of usable content that will get clients into your chair and make your page pop. So get with me for that. And until next time, peeps, ciao.